Hello everyone, Whitney Lee Jensen here. Um, so funny story, the other night I, this was probably a week and a half ago, maybe um, a little more than that, um, I recorded an episode um, on Anchor about the total solar eclipse and what energies it's bringing forth, um, what's going on, kind of my experience with it, and I forgot to go back in and download the episode, download it as an episode, so I am re-recording it today because I really uh, feel that there was some, some good energy within that episode and I would like it to be on my channel and on my um, podcast. So here goes, take two of the total solar eclipse. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the energies that you might be feeling right now and what they mean, um, in some ways that might resonate with you. Um, just some thought provoking items that came about, uh, with us, with the recent total solar eclipse. Uh, we were going on about a week, uh, it's now been two weeks and a day um, since the total solar eclipse and you're probably feeling a lot of different things happening that might not be very explainable or might make you wonder what is happening and where it's coming from. Um, I wanted to talk about the eclipse and what it means in the, the astrology work, what it means philosophically and the energies it brought with it. So to start out, just to talk about the energies that come with an eclipse, what it means philosophically is two different energies that cross paths in these energies combine into one for a moment in time or for a few moments in time. When that happens, it ignites energy um, accompanying in, in different ways in different people. So as that happened just recently, depending on when it happens, where it happens, where you can see it, and um, and how it comes to you, it can mean a lot of different things uh, that can affect people in a lot of different ways based on the energy that you have when it happens and what combines with that. So what, um, so what main, mainly what a solar eclipse is, um, is a major, think of it as a major reset button. So when it happens, it's resetting a lot of things within us and within the world around us. So again, talking about those energies past, um, that coincide or align in a brief moment it allows things to reset in a way where you can understand things a lot differently about yourself and about the things that are going on in your environment in your interactions with people and in what you're saying um, what you're saying and what you're seeing within other people um, maybe reflecting um, what is likely also within yourself and this is a perfect time to really think about and reflect on where you're at in life 
uh, now at this moment or at the moment of the eclipse. And when you think about that and do it in a way where you are looking for, um, for the things about you or some of the behaviors you have taken on over time, um, and you think through what still serves you and what no longer serves you. Um, and if you take that kind of, of assessment of the different energies, um, what served you and served you within yourself and what still is serving you and helping you in life, um, do they align with your purpose and do they allow you to stay centered within purpose versus uh, what's holding you back? And a lot of times that can be a very blind, that can be very blinding to us because we get attached to our behaviors and to our personality and to the different things about us that we portray on the outside so that people outside of us view us a certain way. When we are tied to that uh, outside projection of ourselves and, and, and how we're controlling, um, controlling that projection, how we're controlling how we're viewed or trying to control that, um, we become very tied to it and it's hard to let it go. It's hard to know, um, to know what parts of that are serving you and what are not, uh, what parts are, um, are serving ego, what parts are serving outside expectation versus what parts are serving, uh, your inner attunement and your well-being, your wholeness, um, what is serving you, what is allowing you to heal, um, within, uh, restoring that wholeness and, and allowing yourself to step into your authenticity and your truth. Um, it's hard to discern through that. It's hard to know to know what is serving you and it's hard to know what's actually holding you back uh, because it feels like it is part of you when a lot of times uh, these things are not a part of us and they have served their purpose um, they go through the cycle that they need to go through in our life and it's time for us to let them go and when it is time for us to let them go it, it can be really difficult to do that um, so much so that we deny that it is time for that to happen so how do you know what parts of you uh, you need to let go of and what parts of you no longer serve you? Um, and, and how do you know what to do um, to, to kind of expand um, into that? And I just wanted to explain that a bit um, through my own experiences. Um, because really that's all that I have to go off of is my own experiences. Um, I do obviously talk to other people. You find things that, um, that kind of align with, with what you're going through. Um, you learn from each other. Um, but for myself, um, with this, I recently went through quite a big transformation. Um, I became a mom for the second time. Um, having two kids requires a big adjustment. Uh, one I would probably venture to say I was definitely not prepared for, and I don't know that you ever can be prepared for that, um, but it's something I'm extremely grateful for, uh, that it came um, to me at that time, um, and, and I know I needed it to come to me at that time, and I'm so grateful that it came to me um, at the time that I had my daughter. Um, 
I, I had two kids under four. Um, it was hard. It was rough. I went through, I went from being uh, the person who wanted to do everything and do it perfectly and work really hard, um, sacrifice sleep, sacrifice time with my family to build my career, um, to work around the clock, to do whatever it takes to get things done. I put a lot of my worth in my work and I've also put a lot of my own worth in some of the relationships I had. I mean, I had different friendships. I had different relationships um, around this time of my life. When I had my daughter, it required me to not to not be the same person. I could not be there for everybody like uh, I used to be able to. I could not work around the clock like I used to be able um, to do. And it was rough. It was rough. It was really rough because I put a lot of pressure on myself to keep doing those things and being that way, um, having those behaviors and personality traits uh, in those relationships and maintaining them. Um, after so long, I realized I just couldn't do it. I could no longer be everything for everyone. And I realized it wasn't possible. I realized it was it was not possible to be everything for everyone. I realized that per perception, um, the perception of perfection, uh, was actually a myth. Um, perfection is a myth in its entirety, and I finally understood that. Um, I almost had this feeling of this identity crisis. Uh, that's really the only way I can explain it, because. Here, you know, here I was, the super type A, push yourself hard to get everything done, um, to get everything you want, and I was putting my worth in things outside of myself. And those things I was putting my worth in um, shook up big time. They, the universe shook them to show me uh, that I needed to stop putting my worth in things outside of, of myself. Um, and in turn, it, it began to show me that worth was never meant to be a measurement of self. Um, it was never meant to, we were never meant to have, have to measure our worth. Um, we were meant to be abundant and, uh, and function within within self-love, not self-worth. And um, these were big lessons that came to me through this transformation. Um, but, but within it, in that time, when these things shook up, um, you know, I had uh, relationships, my friendships uh, were completely different. Um, I had a few friends that I felt left me. Um, and, and in turn, it probably didn't wasn't intended, uh, but it felt that they left me, and it was at a time I really needed them. Um, but but it all happened in divine timing. And now looking back, I can see that. But when I was in it, it was extremely hard because when some of those friends left, or when we stopped talking or stopped being friends, I guess you could say, I started questioning. Um, what was wrong with me and what did I do for that to happen and it became extremely difficult because I began to beat myself up about things that were out of my control and I think within it I realized that I had a need for control and I had a need for control um, that was actually controlling me 
Um, I try to control things. I try to put my worth in different areas. I spread myself um, very thin uh, in all of these different activities and tasks. And I was the person that would be like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can learn how to do that. Um, I put myself in so many different things that I... I, and I was just ready to go, you know, I, it was, it was, yep, I got it, I got it handled, I'll make it happen, um, regardless of the sacrifice it took to make it happen, and I didn't realize how unintentional I, um, I was being with that, um, because I was putting myself in so many different places and trying to do and achieve so many different things, um, I was trying to prove my worth, and, and, it was, it was difficult to see that that's what I was doing, um, but when I finally saw it, it freed me. It allowed me to hone in on what I am here to do, on my own truth, on authenticity, on the purpose that I serve and my calling within that. And um, the, more, the more clarity that came through this experience, I realized that as I was honing in, I was able to expand on on that thing and I'm so grateful for that because here I was trying to expand in a way of um, expanding my reach of what I was doing versus expanding my depth and the how rooted I was within um, within in calling and and truth and purpose and once I finally started to take root and started to grow deeper in that um, deeper within the language of my soul, I things have began to expand in that, and um, um, things have began to manifest, and I feel more connected to abundance now more than I I ever had, um, because I I beginning to remove what is blocking that manifestation of abundance, um, and it was it was a very powerful thing to go through, and I think to have that ability to be in tune with your self-awareness, to understand that when you're going through things like that, um, why you are and what is coming out of that um, is so important. And it's important to be real. It's important to, that's why I'm being real right now, is I want that to inspire you. I want that to, I want my realness of, you know, the nights that I, felt like I couldn't do it and the nights that I felt worthless and um, like I didn't know who I was anymore I want you to know I felt that because if you know I felt that you know it's okay to feel it too and you don't have to be perfect um, you don't have to appear like that that kind of thing doesn't happen because it happens for all of us whether we say it or not I realize that might seem a bit like a tangent, but it is important to this point. Um, my own That was my own scenario, a transformation. Um, and, and when you go through something like that, an identity crisis where you, you're questioning who you are, um, it's hard because uh, you kind of hide behind fine. And um, I just, I found myself a lot of the time throughout the year looking at myself, uh, this version of me or who I like in a way of who I was versus this new version of me or who, you know, who I wanted to be, um, or who I was becoming. And I, I now know I was, I, um, who I was becoming, 
um, I may have felt lost because I was in the middle of that. I was bouncing from, you know, the old me to the new me or, or uh, whatever you, you want to, how you want to frame that. Um, but a friend that I confided in, um, I talked to her about this and she made a really beautiful point. She said to me, Whitney, you aren't getting rid of you. You are still that same person, but you're, um, you're just, you're beginning to see the parts of you that, that are no longer serving you. And you don't want to say goodbye to those things. You don't, cause you feel like you're saying goodbye to her and you know, the old you and, and, um, and you have that feeling of loss, but, but to say goodbye to those things, you're, you're allowing yourself to step into a place where, um, you're making it possible, uh, to serve others and to let go of the things that are keeping you from that. And, um, sometimes life might shake you up to show you and, um, just to show you what no longer, the parts of you that, that you no longer need. And just the way she put that, um, I don't know, it just really resonated with me and it opened my eyes to what was really happening. And I realized that I needed to get rid of, um, you know, the parts that, the parts of me, the old parts of me that were, um, that I was trying to, to perfect the, the parts of me that forced me to perfect what I was doing in every way. And I realized that perfection was not possible and it was actually holding me back. Um, that I was not creating and all of that creative energy and all the energy that comes through every single one of us, mine was stuck. Um, it was stuck in, you know, because these old ways were, were forcing me to, um, keep things from creation. Um, and as I, I kept striving for perfect, um, I just wasn't doing anything. It, it just wasn't happening because nothing can ever be perfect. And the more that I strived for it, the more nothing was, was done. Um, so I may have gotten a little taste of, of what I could create, you know, through different avenues, um, but never to intentional fullness, never deeply connected to my purpose, um, and the purpose that I serve. And that was such a big moment, the pivotal moment, a pivotal moment for me in my life. And over the last year or so, um, that I've been going through this and I, it's just caused a lot of reflection. And when the total eclipse happened, I, I, this experience kind of came full circle. Um, I, I went through that transformation that I went through. Um, I realized that, that during totality and during this eclipse, it was the opportune moment, um, to kind of dial it in and figure out what I needed to let go. I sat down and I wrote, um, I wrote for a while. I wrote things, um, one of them was letting go of perfection. Uh, these are the things I felt that I needed to let go. I just, I said, sit down and I'm going to write, write these things down. Um, write down the top things that I feel I need to let go. One of them was perfection. Um, another was letting go of the belief that I did not have a voice. Um, letting go of that nervousness of speaking or talking out my message or talking out what was coming through me from my divine team. 
Um, and another one was hiding behind busy. I tend to put a lot on my plate so that I don't have to really dial in on things. Um, and it really clouds my clouds clarity uh, when you don't dial in on on the things that on your intentions and on the things that you you know are here to do and you're so focused on fulfilling um, outside expectations or being accepted um, or perfecting things before you let anyone or the world see them. Um, I I was hiding behind that. I was hiding behind busy so that you know I I was keeping myself from the things that I know I need to do. Um, so those were a few of mine. I think I wrote down about five and, um, one of another one was the need to control. That's kind of what came out of just this whole last year, the whole identity shift. Um, I feel much more free because I let go of some of those parts of me, um, that I could see no longer served me. Um, or the parts of me that made me feel I needed to put my worth in things outside of myself. These parts of me that made me believe that I needed to be everything for everyone, it helped me see that I needed to let go uh, so that I could be who I, I am here to be and who I am. Um, I think becoming a mom was a great way that was my, you know, that was my way of realizing all of these things and I'm very grateful for that because now that I've let go of, um, I've let go of the things holding me back, the things that I just listed out. I feel I'm more present as a mother. I'm more present in all of my daily activities, whether it be work in my career and building some of my dreams, um, that I, you know, that I have for my family, um, more present in my relationships and my friendships. Um, speaking of friendships, realizing it's okay to let go of friendships and it's okay to let go. Um, it's when you know it's time to let them go. There's no sense in trying to force a friendship that just isn't vibing anymore, um, or isn't working out. And there's a reason for that. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to no longer be friends, but you don't have to, you know, try to try to change yourself so that the friendship works. Um, you don't have to sacrifice what's happening in your life to make sure the friendship adjusts to whatever um, it needs to switch to. I'm learning this and that's a hard thing to learn because again, feeling like you have to be everyone for everything for everyone, uh, that goes alongside with that. So with that, hopefully that gives you some ideas um, so you know what parts of you to let go. Something that was big for me um, is that dialing in your desired feelings um, really attracts your goals to you. And when you attach your goals to your feelings, the feelings that you desire, um, they, they manifest to you in a bigger way. Uh, the old me, you could say, you know, I was very goal oriented. I probably had 50 affirmations um, or goals and things I wanted to work on in my life or work towards in my life. And I'm definitely an advocate for those, um, for having that and being goal oriented. However, I went through, um, through this and I went back and reassessed my goals and I realized that a lot of them were not serving my overall calling in life and not in alignment with purpose. And that was really interesting. And it was even just the way they were worded, um, different things, 
you know, just different things like that that, that made me realize. Um, so for, for example, I, you know, having a goal that I want to travel the world. So you want to travel the world, but why do you want to travel the world? What is the reason behind that? What does that vision look like? Is it just because you want to travel the world or is it because you want to make a specific difference in different parts of the world? Is it because you want to experience the beauties of the world and show your family the beauty of the world? Um, just making it deeper to the why, um, just why you are doing it and thinking about what it would feel like to do it. Um, it will manifest into your life much quicker because you're you're attached to the emotion and the energy of it rather than being attached to the outcome of it you're attached to the energy so it's going to manifest to you faster and that's something that really hit me over the head because i was very much about i am statements they were very much based on you know on achieving you know, things like I am the CEO of my company, I am an author, I am a fashion designer, I am this, I am that. Uh, I realized that having statements like that, that were based, they were based not on serving, but on status. Uh, that Those are status-based statements. I am an author is I am an author. Like I am this, that's who I, you know, that's, that's a status or something. Um, whereas if it is something that is more based on why you want to be an author, what you are bringing forth in your writing, what, in what ways you want to serve in that, that space as an author, when that becomes your goal and that it's more feeling based and more why based, um, it, it removes you, it moves you out of status and into that place of serving. And I think that in letting go of status and letting go of perfection, letting go of what everybody else thinks you need to be, or look, letting go of looking perfect and, you know, being what everybody in everybody else's eyes um, is perfect, realizing that that actually stops you from abundance because it puts you in a place of measuring yourself, what you're doing and you know, measuring your work, the more that you measure, the more you put yourself out of alignment with abundance because abundance cannot be measured. So to get back in the flow of abundance, look back at your life, look at your life right now, look at the things that you have learned and where it's leading you. Where is it forcing you into progressing and realize what is actually holding you back? Um, maybe, you know, maybe find it, you might find it by, by thinking that way and, and just reflecting on that. Um, thinking that something is needed or a behavior you've taken on because it makes you feel accepted or loved or in control or whatever it is that serves that comfort within you. Um, look in that and look in that and, and and ask yourself, what in, in my life am I measuring myself up against? Something outside of me. Is it, if it's something else, something that's outside of me, what is it and why is it there? Um, what, in what ways are you using that measurement to fulfill outside expectation versus what I want, you know, versus what you want within yourself? Um, and and what I know that I'm destined for or what, what is within my purpose. Um, in that alignment, when you align with that purpose and align passion and calling, 
Um, that's the kind of thing that helps you define what parts of you are ready to to run their course and and kind of leave leave you and and be let go um, from with from you and from your behaviors. And it allows you to do that, and this is the perfect time to do that uh, with with the eclipse that just happened, because these energies are are leading you towards um, understanding what does need to be let go, and you may actually have already done it, and you might be wondering why um, why it's gone or or what happened, but it's preparing you for something bigger. Along with the eclipse, actually, you know, along with that, the eclipse actually happened in a new moon, um, a new moon cycle, which they um, they call a Kasimi moon, um, which basically means in astrology it brings with it new beginnings. It allows you um, to start when you start something new. Uh, it's backed by by good luck and good fortune. And, um, you know, looking at whatever new thing that you start, um, it'll be cultivated to, to fullness by, by these energies and ultimately succeed. And that's the kind, you know, that's the kind of thing that's, that's happening. And it's, it's that energy is present recently and now, um, eclipse and post eclipse. So, so if you start anything new, um, know that it is backed by, by that good luck and, and fortune and it will succeed. And, um, as long as you, you're consistent with it and you keep, keep that consistency, um, um, it will, will come forth, um, in, in big ways in abundant ways. These new beginnings are allowing you to basically rebirth yourself or what you were doing in life in this new cycle that that happened and started with with the total solar eclipse. Um, and because it was in the Kasimi moon, it means that the power within you is supported with the power of the moon and the sun and the alignment of that power as they crossed paths. So that energy from that is backing you as well. Um, the sun and the moon were in alignment with many different planets. Um, it was in alignment with Sirius, um, Uranus, and Saturn. Each of those uh, brought with them different energies within it. Um, I think I believe Uranus is tied to um, to the energy of innovation. Uh, new things, new ideas, and energy that come with it um, to this whole experience that we just had with the solar eclipse. Um, along with that, Saturn uh, had the energy that came with that was stability. Uh, so innovation plus stability plus new opportunities, coming up with new ideas, looking at, at things through an innovative way, it, it is all that uh, good fortune and, and the energy of stability that's backing backing what you're doing right now. So all of these things make up the eclipse that just happened. And if you're aligned with that energy, you're going to start seeing these things manifest in your life as long as you remove the things that are holding you back from it, which 
is measure. It's anything that that you're measuring. Um, I've done a lot of research around this topic just because I had my own surgence of energy that came with um, with this and with my own feelings around this particular experience. I just felt intuitively what was happening, but I wanted to dig deeper and um, what I was feeling was actually in alignment with what was actually happening um, and receiving intuitively. Um, but I read uh, an article that I want to read a bit, a little bit of in this episode. This is from Susan Miller. She's a famous astrologer. And she said that an eclipse is, eclipses are the most dramatic tool that the universe uses to affect change. Um, and just talking about that a little bit, if, you're, if you think about the power of that, it's a dramatic tool that the universe uses to affect change. A lot of us resist change, but if we realize what's happening within change, we can understand that it is allowing us to step into our light and into the truth, into our truth. And um, the intensity of that on a, on a personal level and a humanistic level, on a soulful level and a spiritual level, if you look all around us, if you look at the environment around you, the energies around you, um, yes, there's crappy stuff going on in the world and, and there always is. Um, but look at what's coming, th- coming through out, um, you know, throughout life, throughout the environments, throughout cultures around us and the positivity, um, that you might be feeling around you as well as the different energies you're, um, you know, you're seeing change happening. And when change happens, we tend to look at that change and we fear it. We look through that fear, but when we look through that fear and into change and we see through to what is actually what it actually is and what it is bringing out um it might surprise us and um nobody like she she goes on to say that nobody likes change but it shakes shakes us out of our complacency and pushes us forward whether we are ready or not Um, And I love that part because we become so complacent. If you think about being in a comfort zone, it's complacency. Um, You, you become complacent. You don't want to address the issues in your marriage. It, you know, you don't want to, um, to, you're, you're unhappy with, with where you, you work, but, or with, with your career, your job, but you, you just want to be unhappy there and you don't want to make a change you don't want to come up with a solution um you you don't want to address the issues that you're having in your career or you don't want to step into happiness you don't want to water the grass and make it greener you want to find the grass that's greener mythically on the other side you know, if you desire to travel and go on an adventure, but you end up using all of your free time sitting at home watching TV on the couch, obviously that's if you know your your desire. The the universe is going to try to match your desire, um, and yeah, we might be resisting change, but to match our own energy to our desire, the universe will shake us up for that, um, so that we can match that match our own energy to that desire. Um, and, and when it shakes us, we need to, you know, get rid of the parts of us that, um, 
that no longer serve us and that that will no longer serve that desire and when it no longer serves that desire it's basically just like purging out of the path of manifestation and abundance it's purging out the things that are blocking that desire from manifesting into your life the more that we align line with the energy um, the more we are going to feel and understand our connection to creation and to the abundance that flows through us and through the, the web of creation the web of energy that connects us all um, whether you are ready or not you're going to be pushed out of complacency and that is what's happening um, we may not like what is changing we may not know why it's changing um, but whatever change you you are going through or we're going through is in light of this um, at this time is teaching you and will eventually teach you things about yourself and things about what you need to do to align with purpose along with all of of this um, with all of this energy that is coming forth um, as, as you process through change, as you process through things that it brings about, keep in mind that um, new beginnings are backed by this energy. They're backed by what you are doing in life. Um, and that, that's a beautiful thing. Yes, there will be things that force you to get rid of what's keeping you from that. It might be hard to understand that in the moment, but once you get on the other side um, and realize that it was a way for the universe, for God, for yourself, or whoever, to tell you uh, what was needed for you to align with your desire. So really get intentional. Really dial in your desires right now because as you are letting some of those parts of you go you need to fulfill those parts with the with those intentions set intentions base them on your desired feelings versus your house how are you going to do whatever you intend to do um this was something you know again that really came through to me and through an experience um, because I wrote out my top three intentions the day before the eclipse. I had it all dialed in and ready um, and when I witnessed the eclipse, the energy that came through me instantly changed those intentions. It was such a powerful thing to experience because I realized in letting go of some of the parts of me um, that no longer served me, it actually also adjusted some of the intentions I have for life for this year, for dreams and goals, and for what I want to do in life, and for what my family wants to do in life. I, it was, was such a powerful moment because I realized that it was time for me to step into this new version of myself and really own it, and get into it, and dial in these intentions based on the desires and the energy they bring versus how I was going, how I was going to bring forth that intention. If we get too attached to the how, we forget the why, and we we move away from from that purpose and from what we we are born to do. And if you want to get more detailed about it, define your top three goals for the rest of the year. So an intention versus a goal is very different. An intention is an energy. Um, intention is something you want to manifest into your life. A goal is a more defined thing. For example, I want to finish the first draft of my book. 
This is a goal. It's a specific thing uh, that you want to achieve and accomplish. Where an intention would be something like, I intend um, to have to experience magical adventures with my family. Or I intend to allow the messages from my divine team to flow through me. An intention is connecting to an energy where you are not trying to control the outcome. You are just connecting to the energy and allowing it to manifest into your life in all of the ways it is destined to, not in the ways that you're trying to control the how. With an intention, you are declaring what you intend to do and you are matching your energy to the energy of the universe to the um, that holds the energy of that desire. And you are allowing it to flow through you versus trying trying to control how it is going to flow through you. So rather than saying I have a message, um, you know, so rather than saying I have a message that my divine team is sending through me and it needs to come through in a form of a book, you are limiting that message to just a book. You might not know that the universe has other avenues in mind for this message to come into creation. So if you're limiting that, you are creating a block. So the important distinction, setting your intentions, but also setting your goals. A goal would be something that is more time-based. It's more you want to accomplish something by a certain date. And again, set these goals out of service. How is it serving the people around you? For example, a goal. A goal I have is to finish the first draft of my book I am writing. I have a deadline for it. It, it is a goal for me. It's something I want to push myself to get done so that the work and creation can come into being and be its own entity and grow how it needs to here on this earth. So again, the book and the intention behind it is, is that the book, um, the, the book is a vehicle uh, that the, the intention of the book is something that is out of service and is something that will hopefully help a lot of people through the, message, the messages that are within it. So set your intentions, write your goals, and craft your vision. Now is a good time to really dial in your vision. Write it out. Journal about it. Um, let it all out. Let it, let it just free flow through you. Uh, go back and read it a few times and just understand the power of vision and having that in your mind, in your heart, and everything you are doing. Um, that your creation will align with that and align with purpose and um, if it's intentionally done and done based off of, of feeling and desire. Um, now is a great time to flip the script. Duty versus desire. Are you, are you doing things that you have to do because you think you have to do them? Or are you doing things because they align with purpose and with calling? How dialed into that are you? If you flip the script on that and allow that to drive you versus what you feel bound to. It will open up your mind and and um, open your mind up to energies you need to connect with. Ask yourself the question: What is driving you? Are you driven by what you want, or are you on autopilot? Are you driven by vision, or are you on on um, on autopilot? Um, of you know, oh that looks cool that that person is doing it, so I need to do it in the same way. It's great to be inspired by people and empowered by other people, but you have you have your own messages that need to come to this earth and it might not happen in the exact way it happened for other people 
Though you can learn from those things, don't let it get in the way of allowing the flow of abundance to flow through you and manifest into your life. Lastly, I want to talk about totality because that is essentially what just happened. With the solar eclipse, um, the moment it hit totality, if you were in a position in America where you could witness totality, there was an energy and a spirit about it that was really indescribable. And if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. It was just completely awe-inspiring. It was, it was this moment where everything around you just froze and you realized where you stood within the world and within the universe and how beautiful everything around you is. You felt the energy from it come through you. At least that's what happened for me. Um, what was interesting was I approached this with the parts of me I wanted to let go and intentions and vision and all of these things um, that, you know, this was an opportunity for me to restore parts of me to wholeness. And I felt, I felt that. I felt that in my very being. As totality happened, I felt that within the cells of me. I it was it was such a beautiful experience and even these words I'm saying do not suffice to what it actually was and what it felt like. Um I looked at the definition of totality and it was just amazing as I read the words. The definition of totality is the wholeness of something. Um, so it literally means totality literally means the wholeness of something. So if you think about that with the solar eclipse, the sun was covered by the moon in its wholeness. But if you think about it on a soulful level, on a personal self mastery level, what happened for me as I witnessed totality was totality within myself. I witnessed letting go of the parts of me that no longer serve me and the intentions and the energy that came through me upon letting those go. Parts of me were restored back to wholeness, back to totality. It was such an incredible, magical experience and I'm so grateful I got to experience this with my children. I know that they felt it too based off their, their reactions and how amazing it was. And I think the energy is still here and I think it's important that we talk about it and we really reflect on it, that we meditate on it and journal about it. There is some power within this uh, that is needed right now. You need that restoration of wholeness. And as that wholeness becomes within you and you no longer feel that you are broken into pieces to try to conform or appease whatever it is outside of yourself, we realize that all that is needed is within us. I want to close with one more quote from Susan Miller, the astrologer. She says, this eclipse is... is saying try something new you have to evolve and you have to innovate something reinvent somehow so reflecting on that on the so reflecting on this time take the rest of the week to just dial in and understand what are your intentions what parts of you do you need to let go what are the goals you know what are your goals what what is your vision and know that it is backed by good luck and good fortune this the new beginnings are needed right now because it allows you to step into the energy that supports your authenticity your truth and who you need to be at this time in this world in this universe um this is a massive reset button and it's time for new beginnings. Thank you for listening tonight. I hope the best for you. And I'm sending light and love your way.